Welcome to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. I am back. Yes, yes, we had a week off, but we are back now. Nathan Stacken with you here alongside my good friend and co-host of this podcast, Mr. Travis Krins. Krins, good evening. Good evening. Oh, boy, we haven't uh, talked in a couple of weeks. Uh, not much has happened, I would say. Um... You know, the ESPYs were last week, Minnesota Vikings won an ESPY for best moment for that uh, Minneapolis. They finally won the big one, folks. They finally won the big one. They did. Yep, the Minneapolis Miracle all set there. Uh, All-Star game had so many home runs, uh, I lost count. Uh, it was, lasted very long. Uh, had some racist tweets dug up from when he was 17, and the Milwaukee Brewer fans gave him a standing ovation. So that's a bunch of shit. And uh, let's see, uh, oh yeah, uh, Tiger Woods uh, p- toyed with us a little bit here and almost won the British Open, but uh, all in all, you know, we have training camps that are starting up here, college football is right around the corner, uh, we're going to start to get into the busy time here, Krenz. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a dead time, then you got to tell the football junk, which we're, I'm, you know, you know how I feel about the football. I'm, I'm good for a while on the football. Even on the college side? Yeah, college, when that gets going, you know, last, you know, Labor Day weekend, what, last week of August. Yep. Then we'll get into it. You give me some games, then we'll get into it. I looked yep. at this, I looked at the first week's schedule um, here just the other day, and I must say, there are not a lot of good games. The two best games, arguably, I'll even, no, I mean, because... Florida State, Virginia Tech, not going to be all that great Monday night in Tallahassee. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. I hope my Hokies can pull out a win, but they're losing cornerbacks left and right. It's been a bit of an odd offseason for them. And I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen with Florida State this year? I don't think they're going to be that good. Arguably, the game of the week is Sunday when you have the Hurricanes and LSU playing one another. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Louisville, Alabama, is that a game? It is, but it's a game, game, but there's no Lamar Jackson. I mean, Louisville could be pretty bad this year, don't we think? I could be seeing who they have as quarterback, but uh, there will be some game that will surprise us. Oh, yeah, yep, there there no doubt will be some upsets. We'll get the college pick them going. I'm just just scrolling through here to see if there's... What was the game last year? There was some game last year. Um, it was week one. It was UCLA, Texas A&M. I think yep, it was that, week that one. was week one. Great yep. comeback for UCLA where they were down like 30, 35 points. Yep. Something, something like that is bound to happen. And you'll get an upset here or there. So. Yep, I'm just looking here to see what other upsets there potentially were last year. Uh, anything? I mean, no, no not, just not, not seeing it. Here so far, just keep scrolling through. I mean, Michigan beat Florida. That's not anything uh, too worthy. LSU-BYU was an atrocious game. Oh, Maryland beat Texas. That was the big one. That was uh, a very good, entertaining game. Yep, yep that, that arguably was. So, I mean, this year, you're, I'm just looking at it here, and the Thursday night slate is terrible. Um, again, we'll have, we have a month to get into the college football season. I'm just looking here. You do have some games on Saturday, um, August 25th, for whatever that's worth. Duquesne and UMass, uh, Prairie View A&M and Rice, Hawaii, Colorado State, and Wyoming, New Mexico State. So 
fantastic there. But look at this Thursday night slate. Um, Northwestern at Purdue is the game on ESPN. Like, what the hell? Yeah, you know, uh, Purdue is not terrible anymore. What, Northwestern, what, they win 10 games last year? Nine games? But, um, I mean, does that scream opening... Does that scream opening Thursday night? Is it the best? It That might be the best Thursday night game. Is there anyone better than that? No, I'm not seeing it, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, it, well, no, 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 no. I'm fine with like them. Northwestern's a good team. Purdue is better. They're, you know, could make a bowl game. I mean, that Thursday night, you usually don't get anything that Thursday night. Gophers, they've opened up on Thursday night recently. Yep, and they do again this uh, this season playing New Mexico State. And that was what you, that Thursday night, usually not a whole lot on that Thursday night. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through here then on Saturday. What do we got here? A uh, whole bunch of shit. Uh, let's see. App State and Penn State. Uh, or, yeah, that could be a game. I'm oh. Appalachian State and Penn State at uh, 2.30 on yeah. Big Ten Network. Uh, that's certainly an intriguing one. I mean, let's see what else we got here. Um you know, Cincinnati UCLA on ESPN. Wow, wow. Okay, here's the best one. Michigan and Notre Dame at six thirty on NBC. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame should be good, Michigan should be real good. Akron at Nebraska is on Fox. Uh just n- no thank you. And you Louisville at Alabama just doesn't do anything for me because I just I don't see Louisville doing that much this year. But we'll we'll get into you that. Got, uh, San Diego State and Stanford. San Diego yep. State usually good. They beat uh, Stanford San last year, good. if I recall. Yeah, and you had Texas Maryland. It was a great game last year. Um, I think I'll be picking Texas to do big things this year. Yep. And uh, so that could be. I mean, rematch last year. Old Miss Texas Tech. Uh, Old Miss should be pretty bad. I'm thinking. So yep. uh, could be a could be a boat race there. Yep. So, yep. No doubt. Um, Let's go. To, let's start with the open, uh, the British Open, the Open Championship. Washington Auburn for Christ's sake. Well, that's Washington, that's true. Washington Auburn. Uh, did I did that's I miss that? Yep, that's the game of the day. My bad. Uh, a lot of people that's seem to be high day. on Washington this year. So, yep, that's Tennessee, the game. West Virginia, you can just see Tennessee shit themselves <laughs> mercilessly all over the place. Yep. So that's we'll, that's your game of the week, there, boys. Will, Will Greer. So there we go. Um, like I say, plenty of time to talk college football here. Let's talk the Open Championship here. Uh, I don't know how much of this you watched. I didn't get to watch as much of it as I wanted to, uh, doing some traveling and whatnot. But I mean, to see Tiger Woods alone in first place at seven under, I got super excited and I said, "Nope, temper your expectations because something's bound to happen." And then he double bogeys. I believe it was what twelve. And then bogey 13, or you know maybe it was double bogey 11, and then bogey 12. Either way, he fell off the pack. Uh, Jordan Spieth had another big time. I, I won't say big time bed shitting. He said he hit the it ball. Was. It was. He said it he was. hit the ball well. It just it was. He didn't get the bounces that he had on a previous day. Terrible putter. Terrible. On Sunday he was, and then. Uh, Francesco Molinari, he is becomes the first Italian to win a major, and I've heard of this guy before, so it, it's not like he was uh, unknown to me. I mean, Rory McIlroy was in there, so you had a great Sunday here, but a slightly anticlimactic finish with the big or with the best in the world 
and Tiger Woods failing and falling short? I've been down on the majors, as you know, for the past couple of years. Yep. And this was this was the perfect major. You had Tiger Woods, McElroy, and Spieth. They were they they made up three of the top four late on Sunday. You couldn't have asked for anything better than this. Nope, absolutely this was, not. This was as good. You got the three biggest names that there could be. They were all there uh, in, in, in the back nine. It was uh, fantastic to watch. I watched it on Saturday. Watched it on Sunday. It's most have watched the major in years. Uh, it was great. The numbers were tied biggest uh, ratings for the British Open since 2000 because of Tiger Woods. And uh, we talk about the stars in golf. There's one star in golf. His name is Tiger Woods. And uh, to see him in the lead outright with like eight holes to go, that was very exciting. I don't think he'll ever win another major, but he came pretty goddamn close. Again, it just it goes back to the argument that I've made here that, yes, golf is golf has a lot of great Great players. They have a lot of good players, but there's there's no one that's trendsetting. Arguably, Jordan Spieth. Is it is it fair to say that Jordan Spieth would be that that next guy that would really turn the needle um, and get fans, you know, to to tune in if he's if he's leading on Sunday. He's pretty boring. He's not exciting. He doesn't have much of a personality. Rory, he's got a personality. He's exciting to watch. Um, yep, Steve I, has run away with some things. Um, Dustin Johnson? No, no. Nope. How about uh, Justin Thomas? No. No? Okay. Um, all this, I mean, Steve is a bland dude. Justin Thomas is the Steve Jr. is a bland dude. Uh, Dustin Johnson, you know, with the cocaine use earlier. That's some excitement right there. He's calmed that down, thankfully. Uh, Mackerel, he can get exciting, but they're just too inconsistent. And Spieth, what is this, third? Third major, fourth major he's done this? Yeah. Masters? I mean, this is this is now a trend. This is now a thing. Uh, what, he's got four majors, and he's shipped the bed three, four other times? Uh, yep. Where, and where it, if you shoot par, it, shoot par, you win. Yep, and he's only won three of the four legs of the, of the Grand yeah. Slam. Uh, I believe I heard the stat that he is now... L- gone into Sunday with the lead six times in majors uh, and I, which I think is like tied for the second or like the second all-time uh, like second youngest ever to do that so that's impressive he just needs to figure out a way to close the deal unfortunately I have to ask this here because it this was like peak tiger time here it's he's back he, he can do this and, and I have to I have to take a step back and say okay you got the oh, you got the PGA Championship coming up here. He still hasn't won a major in you know how many years. I mean, this was by far the most competitive he's been in a major and arguably in a tournament here in quite some time. Um, are we seeing? Is this going to be a trend? Is Tiger going to be in the running, in the mix here, in the fold? on Sundays going forward in tournaments or was this a flash in the pan, a flash from the past and we're just going to continue to see Tiger struggle? Like I didn't even know if he was going to make the cuts because he you know, didn't make the cut in the Open, the U.S. Open. Um, so well, I mean I think PGA's pretty big tournament to see if he can get another top 10. I would say it's reasonable to expect him to compete. If he stays healthy, I think he's shown he's getting better and 
played as well as anybody this uh, this weekend. So just as probably the guy he played with was the only guy that played better than he did, and the guy didn't miss a freaking putt and didn't make a bogey the entire weekend, so it's tough to beat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if he can have another top ten, top five, be in the mix, then yeah, he'll he'll probably win another major. I mean, he's forty two, so he's doesn't have a whole lot of time left. He's, you know, maybe he's got four or five years left. Once you about mid forties, and you're kind of pushing it. Um, this is by far the healthiest he has looked, though. Yeah. I mean, and he lo- he looks healthy, and when he's healthy, he is arguably the best in the game. He'll never be what he used to be, but uh, I think he can be good enough to win one out. No, if he will, but I would like to see it because when you think about it, he's he's the last guy from when we were kids. Everybody else is retired. Oh, uh, Phil Mickelson maybe, is still there. Well, yeah, but maybe Tom Brady. Maybe we're then we're talking. Got to go back to those Michigan days. Yep. But he's the last guy of 1997. We were nine years old. He won the Masters. We remember that. Yep. And Jordan was the guy back then, and all the baseball players that were uh, guys. And he's the last one left of that of our youth. So I hope he. Uh, I hope he wins another. Yeah, I do too. I hope he continues to to be in the mix. I do wonder though if I mean he took a lot of irons, you know, it, from for tee shots. You know, he didn't use the driver, didn't use woods a whole lot. Uh, pun intended, I guess. Uh, an incidental pun, but uh, I don't know if that's a, a winning formula that he can do going forward. Is just being cons- able to consistently hit irons off the tee. I don't think that's a recipe for success. It works in an open championship on a link style golf but golf course, but I don't think that's something that he can keep up in other tournaments. Uh no, he putted very well, had some big putts on Saturday mm-hmm. when he got back into it. And uh, had one putt late, it was a lengthy putt. He really rammed it in from downtown bang. Mm-hmm. Gave him kind of one last hope there. I don't think after like five under I think he got him too. But uh yeah, his putter was good and he uh he did fairly well. I was, I was, I was impressed. I watched. I was, I was interested for the first time in a long time. Well, hopefully, that can continue here going forward. Um, like I say, I've, for for whatever reason, I've, I, I don't like the Yankees, though. I don't. I, I like. I, I don't hate them as much as I used to. I despise the Lakers. I don't like Duke, uh, Blue Devils basketball. Don't like the Cowboys. Don't like the Packers. Basically, I don't like the teams that have always been winners in the past. Um, I like to cheer for losers, like Minnesota sports teams. But <laughs> um, with Tiger, it's different. I don't. I can't explain it. it the, maybe the the way I can explain it is that it's an individual sport versus a team. So I. But even that seems to be a bit of a stretch. I don't know. I just. I've always cheered for Tiger, which is a little, you know. I don't know, hip, maybe a little hypocritical compared to the, you know, like the Yankees and and whatnot, you know, the Chicago Bulls. But I don't know. I've just I've always been a Tiger fan, so I always hope I hope that he continues to contend for majors, and I hope he can win another one or two, and then m- maybe have a shot to beat Jack Nicklaus's record. When I was a kid, there was a race car driver. His name was Jeff Gordon. Yes, I like Jeff Gordon too. Out of the all the NASCAR driver, like I didn't follow the sport very much. But he was my favorite. 
and he was my favorite as well because because he won all the races, and I wanted to see somebody break the record, win the most races, win the most championships, be the greatest of all time. And so I think that's why I like I like Jeff Gordon, I like Tiger Woods. I want to see guys who are the very best at what they do. Is that the same on like the in tennis? You know, are, are Serena we, Williams, all yeah. guys. Yep. I mean, do we do we like that that she keeps winning? Obviously, you don't. People seem yeah. to to enjoy it when UConn women's basketball loses. Yeah. No. I mean, nobody's better than Serena Williams. She's the greatest tennis player of all time. Yep. Maybe yep. regardless of gender. I mean, Federer. Federer is probably the greatest of all time. Serena Williams, maybe you know, number two or number three. But I mean, you look at all these tennis players. You got Nadal, you got Federer all in their early 30s, now mid-30s, and they're still the best, kind of like golf. It's like, I mean, geez, I've never watched a full tennis match in my life, but you've got all these jabronis on both sides. Like, I've never heard of them. They're in the final one when Serena Williams is in the finals, or one of the big three or four on the men's side is in the finals. You've got these random goddamn guys, like a, Random name generator is is in the final. I have no idea who these guys are. Very interesting, no doubt. Uh, All Star Game was last week. Like I mentioned, a lot of home runs here. Uh, Bryce Harper winning the home run derby. Um, I, can can you just explain? Did he have? I, why did he get one more swing there at the end? Did I miss something? You get bonus. You get bonus time if you get something. You get a bonus 30 seconds, I think. Okay, so that's what he did. I did I, you probably watched more of the thing than I did. Oh, I, I don't I think I did. I'm pretty sure you did. How much did you watch? Um, The end. I, 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 was in, I was in a... We had just got done golfing. I was in a sports bar, uh, tailgaters up here in Fargo. And so you watched I, more than three minutes and you've got me. Okay. Yeah, then I, then I, I probably did. do. I didn't. I didn't care for. I mean, I didn't see much of it. I guess the controversy was he was hitting balls too early. I mean, they were eh, maybe a second early. I was. I was fine with it. He was the home run guy. He won the deal. I'm fine with him winning. But I don't, it, it, you get like an extra thirty seconds at the end if you do something or do something. You get an extra thirty seconds for some reason. Okay. Maybe yeah. that was it. I have no idea. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well. Regardless, uh, that's I guess that's it. Um, I have some uh, news here. I don't know if you saw this here. Um, we'll get back to the All Star Game here momentarily. Uh, but the, there's a U.S. Bank Stadium Basketball Classic that's going oh. on November 30th and December 1st, and I'm seeing that South Dakota State will take on Northern Iowa. That's going to be a pretty good game there at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Should be a good one. Might be something to go to. Yeah, I think uh, I I would like SDSU's chances. I think against Northern Iowa, even though Northern Iowa has uh, historically been a very good team, I think SDSU could take them. I'm interested to see how big the crowd is. It has a good chance to be the largest crowd SDSU athletics will ever play in front of mm-hmm. ever. Well, basketball, I should say, because you know Nebraska eighty eighty five thousand with Nebraska. But um, for basketball, yeah, it'd be the biggest crowd, biggest crowd of all time. 
And it looks like it's not a tournament. They're just four games, uh, two on November 30th, two on December 1st. The game's November 30th. University of St. Thomas against University of Wisconsin River Falls and the University of Minnesota against Oklahoma State. And then on uh, on December 1st, North Dakota State against Drake and SDSU versus UNI. So you have Summit League versus Missouri Valley matchups on uh, on. December first, and obviously Oklahoma State would be the the oddball in this uh, in this little eight game or uh, eight team bracket or challenge or whatever the hell it is a classic. Yep. Interested to see the setup. I would like to go to the Final Four. Yeah, that would be. I want to make that uh, whether that's with the media pass or whatever. I would like to uh, like to attend that. Uh, tickets, I would imagine, are astronomical. Most they likely, yeah. Expensive. They were expensive for the regional in Omaha this past March, so I can't imagine what they'd be here. But it is a huge stadium, so maybe there's some leeway with tickets. Um, I know you enjoyed the X Games that were there this weekend. You're oh, a big fan of that. Yep, absolutely. I was glued to my TV. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all we got there. Uh, let's go back to the All-Star game here. A lot of home runs. Um, AL came back. It looked like the NL was going to win. Or no, it was at the NL that tight. I don't know. A lot of home runs. The AL won close to midnight here. Uh, thoughts on the game? Didn't see it. So, three minutes on it. I checked in. I saw it was like two to two in the seventh or eighth inning. I'm like, I got to get up tomorrow. So I'm calling it a night. And then I missed everything in the eighth, ninth, tenth inning. So, it was a game. It was played. Uh, American League won again, as usual. So, Arguably, uh, I mean, the, the, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's it. It, 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 it happened. Arguably, the two biggest storylines to come out of the uh, All-Star weekend they had nothing to do with the game or the home run derby itself. Uh, you have the... Uh, the issue with Josh Hader, we'll get into that momentarily here, but you then you have Rob Manfred saying that uh, that Mike Trout needs to be a little more open to marketing himself, and uh, it it's just seems weird that you would kind of go after the, the best player in baseball, but maybe Mike Trout does need to. I mean, I know he's in Subway commercials. I don't know of anything else that he's in. Um, does baseball have a problem in terms of marketing their stars like a Mike Trout? Yeah, he, he doesn't appear to want to do anything like that much at all. Again, he's kind of like uh, Jordan Spieth. He's a boring dude. There's not much to him. Um, biggest star in baseball is Bryce Harper, I guess, is the biggest star, the biggest, the most recognizable guy. If you see Bryce Harper, Mm-hmm. probably know who it is. You see Mike Trout. You really don't know that that's Mike Trout because it just looks like any normal guy. So, like Aaron Judge is probably among the top couple of stars in baseball because he's this huge guy that hits home runs. Mm-hmm. He's with the Yankees. People know who he is. But, you know, like back in the day, Ken Griffey Jr. was a big deal. McGuire and Sosa were big deals. And, um, like baseball, they, they just don't have a huge guy that he would put up, you know, with Tom Brady or Tiger Woods. Like, who was the last guy like that in baseball? Barry Bonds, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, arguably Barry. Uh, trying to think. 
mean, Randy Johnson was big. Uh, they even had one in the line. These are all guys Derek I Jeter. was talking about. I mean, Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter's a guy. Yeah, he was a guy. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, yep, those were guys. But we're, we're missing that now. I don't really think it matters. Um, I think fine. The other thing uh, that came out of the All-Star uh, festivities and during the All-Star game itself, and I'm going to channel my inner uh, late, great Stuart Scott, one of the hater in the house, uh, Josh Hader. what? Did, what? Did you never hear Stuart Scott, the, the late, great hater in the did house? Hater in the oh, house. Hater. Okay, okay. So, hater, okay. though, in the house with a, with a soft emphasis there on the D in hater, Josh Hader. Uh, Brewers reliever had some um, some tweets weren't very flattering. I think one was like white power or something. He, he tweeted this out when he was seventeen. You know, and uh, we, we've and seen. As we know we don't we don't uh, we don't learn about you know the N word and gays and whatnot to say until we're at least twenty five years old. Apparently not. Apparently not. Um, you know, this is it's the same sort of digging up dirt that we saw with Josh Allen. Uh, it does not excuse the behavior. It does not excuse the tweet, and I'm not saying that at all. But I do think there's, I mean, people grow up, but I, I would never use it. So, I'm again, I'm not trying to defend it, but, you know, I, I think sometimes people make a bigger deal of it than necessary. Hopefully, I mean, he, he did seek forgiveness, um, and I would hope that he would go either, you know, do some sensitivity training or he would go out into the community. It sounds like he is a guy who does do a lot of community and service work, but I would say you probably need to do a little bit more. But the the thing of it is, I think the thing that has grabbed the more of the attention is the fact that was it Friday night or was it Saturday? Did did he come in Friday night against the Dodgers? Yeah, I want to do Friday or Saturday. Yeah, his first game back that you know that he goes in. And the, the fans there at Miller Park, there in Milwaukee, give him a standing ovation. And honestly, I don't, I'm don't. i at a loss of words as to what in the hell those Brewers fans were thinking. I was listening to uh, the to 9 to noon to, on Tuesday. Paul Allen was on with uh, Eric Gleeman. You're familiar with Eric Gleeman, correct? Okay, so Paul Allen was saying that he thinks that any uh, of the 30 Major League Baseball teams would have done the same thing if it was their guy. Or, like, the fans. The fans of any of the teams would have done the same thing if it was their guy. It just happened so that it was in Milwaukee and we could kind of trash Wisconsin. But Milwaukee, let's be real here, there is a racism racism problem there. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks guard now, who I'm... The name is escaping me. Who yep. had an incident with police earlier? I mean, we know there's some racial tension there in Milwaukee. Uh, so to applaud a guy who said the N word, or you know, had these racial tweets and anti-gay tweets, all that stuff, to give him a round like a standing ovation because he apologized. That what in the hell are we coming to as a country? Like we're applauding people for using disparaging words. It just nastiness. It just what the hell, Crims? What the hell? Yeah, it wasn't very good. Bad look for Milwaukee. I could see some cities, maybe like in San Francisco, 
not doing that. Your more liberal cities, maybe not doing that. Um, I don't know why they did it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me why they would do that. Um, he deserves all the negativity that he gets because that's in no shape or form is that right to say that stuff that he did. So, and it's an odd situation. Makes makes the city and the fans look, look like idiots. Sterling Brown is the Milwaukee Bucks guard, by the way, and I, I don't know how I forgot Sterling Brown because, I mean, that was a, that's a much bigger deal, no question. But um, I, I guess I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. This, is, this to me, this baffles me, and it's something that we, I guess, are kind of continuing to see in this country to a degree. Um, I, it's, 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 the way things have gone in the past few years, it's become acceptable for people to to say these things because one because one man who we know does say these things and there's no repercussions for him. No. Um, so so people think it's okay to say they've always thought this, but now they think that it's okay to say this in public and there's no uh, repercussions for saying that, even though we've seen some, some videos out there of people uh, calling the police on black people for selling no bottled really water. Whatsoever. And those people are fired from their jobs and, and ridiculed and, and publicly shamed as they should be. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's a good thing. Um, I just forgot what I was going to, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't get it. You know, like I say, Milwaukee does have a bit of a problem when it comes to this overall. I'm talking about the city. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't get it. Are you okay? This is what I was thinking of here. Are you okay with people though, digging up dirt, looking for old tweets, bad tweets, from people who kind of you know, start to get in the, the limelight, in the spotlight. Are you okay with them digging up dirt? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. I don't care if it happened yesterday or it happened 10 years from now. It happened, and if people find out about it, I mean, that's, that's fine. It happened, and um, yeah, I have no problem with that. Okay. Uh, anything else baseball-related then that... Uh, we need to get into some for some reason the twins are beating the blue jays when i picked the blue jays this week oh a, a, a couple of days removed from a sweep against the royals i mean they got swept well what the hell is going on with the twins and uh what, what else you, any other baseball thoughts you got they're just an inconsistent team kansas city is one of the worst teams in many years and they get swept it was embarrassing they got the red sox coming up and they may as well sweep the red sox for all i know Team that's going to win 110 games. It doesn't make any sense. It's been a very frustrating year where they've shown their potential at times, but when they play like that, uh, Manny Machado got traded. Yes, he did. That happened. To the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Uh, Zach Britton, he got traded to the Yankees. So the Yankees yeah. they had a, a bullpen piece to a very good bullpen. So they're getting ready for the playoffs. They got so, some so issues, though, with Gary Sanchez. Yeah, Gary Sanchez, he's on the DL. So uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt with the groin. Just came off the deal with the groin. I was back on the deal with the groin. So that's probably why he was running hard. So uh, I think Oakland's winning the wild card. Yep. They're chasing down Seattle. I think it's going to be Oakland and the Yankees. Should be a fun game. Uh, trade deadline next week. See what the Twins do. Dozier, Escobar, maybe some dudes that might be moving. Dozier, and, um, Dozier seems like he's 
the the team linked to him is the Brewers because the Brewers missed out on the Machado sweepstakes. Yeah. Do you believe he, that Dozier will be a Brewer by week's end next week? I think Twins will keep him. I'd, I'd be fine with him trading him. Um, he's a second half player last couple of years. Um, I'm fine with them trading Dozier. So, I'm fine with them really trading anybody that's been rumored to be traded. Yeah, Lance Lynn so, is a, is rumored to be I traded, I hear. I, I, I really like Escobar. Whether they trade him or not, I hope they sign Escobar for next year. Yeah, why would they trade him? If it, like, why would you lock him up long term? He's been great. Uh, he's a free agent. I'm still signing in the off season, so you do see you know, like Chapman with the Yankees. They traded him. Mm-hmm. They got him right back. So I'd be in favor of that. Uh, I would say you trade him because his value will never be higher. He uh, this is his best year. He's been having two or three really good years, and this might he may not ever top this year. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have fifty doubles. Team record for doubles, great player, borderline all-star. So, uh, as far as value is concerned, his, his trade value will probably never be high. Do you th- do you think he's a lock to make it back though, with the Twins? To sign with the Twins? I don't know. I mean, the infield. You got Mauer. He's a free agent. He should. He so, should, He uh, should be traded. No, I, no, I mean, he, nobody would. I mean, nobody would want him. Nobody needs a first baseman. Nobody would want him. Um, I think he'll probably be back next year. Um, Dozier probably won't be. Uh, You do get a draft pick if you keep the player, and then you offer him the $18 million qualifying offer. And if if you do that and they don't accept it and they sign somewhere else, you do get uh, like a sandwich pick. 35th in the draft or wherever it goes. That's something for him. I'd be fine with letting Dozier go. I'd be fine with trading Escobar, Lance Lynn, whoever the hell. I would I would want Escobar to be back. Uh, as as would I. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, in, interesting stuff. Uh, do you do you oh. believe Machado will stay with the Dodgers into next year, or do you think he you've oh. you've said he's going to go to Philadelphia? Does does the fact that he's landed with the Dodgers now change your mind at all on that? Nope, I think he's. I think he's going to the Phillies. Okay. He's going to the Phillies. Uh, the Nationals. They're not good. No, they are. Five hundred team. Um, it might be in their best interest to, to trade some folks away, but they're probably not going to do that. I don't know, but. It's not. It's not good. It's not good right now. Very much an underachieving. Couple of NBA uh, notes quickly to get to. Uh, Kevin Love has agreed to a four-year, one hundred twenty million dollar deal with the Cavs, so the Cavs won't completely suck like they did uh, the year right after uh, LeBron left for Miami. At least in my mind, they won't. And then uh, Kawhi Leonard got traded from the Spurs to the Raptors. Demar Derozan heads to San Antonio along with Jakob Pertl. Uh, I don't get this from Toronto's standpoint. Uh, I maybe you could try and talk Kawhi into staying, but I doubt it. Uh, Demar Derozan seemed like the the type of dude. I, what what is Toronto's long term uh, plan here? I, it, this seems short sighted, 
And quite frankly, it seems like a dumb move unless they have something up their sleeve to be able to keep Kawhi there. And I, I just don't see it. I was surprised. Uh, I like the move for Toronto because we, I mean, they're not going anywhere with DeMar DeRozan. He's a fine player. He's an all-star. Uh, but you're not winning a title with DeMar DeRozan as your best player. Um, you could conceivably reach the finals with Kawhi Leonard if he cares. If he wants to show up, if he wants to play, if he played like he did the last year that he played, then they got one of the five or ten best players in the league. So it's a risk. He's probably not staying. But uh, Toronto was spinning their wheels in the first place. So I'm, I'm good with them. Training for Kawhi Leonard, going all in for one year. If it doesn't work, then you start over. I... And because uh, and either you're, you're competing for a title or you should bottom out. You're, if you're in the middle, then you're wasting your time. I really hope Kawhi stays in Toronto. I, I hope he doesn't go to the Lakers. Um, you know, you got to have some balance stays, in the league. But if he, if he stays, if he is healthy and plays well, he's the best player in the East. Yes, they got the best player in the conference. And if you've got the best player in the conference next to maybe Kyrie Irving, then you then you got a chance. I still don't know, though, if this puts Toronto over Boston and Philadelphia. I think it, yeah. it it could take them over Philadelphia. I don't think it puts them over Boston if everyone's coming back healthy. I think they have a better chance now. Because between the two, I would want Kawhi Leonard. Between the two. I mean, we've seen what, we've seen, we've seen what Toronto did with DeMar DeRozan, and it was not impressive. Let's see. You can't do any worse than they did for God's sakes. But it's the best record and swept. Would it have God been goddamn first round of Washington? But wouldn't it have been different this year? I think this year we'd have to take a different look at the Raptors because LeBron's not in the East, and their kryptonite was LeBron James. Um, I I just I hope that they are able to keep Kawhi, but I'm not optimistic that it'll happen. And I think you've just given up way too much for a year in which you probably aren't going to make the. Uh, you aren't going to win the NBA Finals, and you might not even make it there. So, what was the grand? What was the point in all of this? Uh, I was talking with someone right after the trade happened, and I said that the Brian Windhorst. Yeah, yes, Brian Windhorst, Windy, Windy. I got a hold of Windy. Uh, I said that the Atlantic is the second best division now, only behind the Northwest Division, and I don't even think it's even close. That that third, the a distant third would either be the Pacific or the Southwest. But though the the Atlantic and the Northwest are by are by far the two best divisions in basketball. Hang on, with Philly, Toronto, Boston, uh, Boston. Yeah, then you have New York and Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah that's probably right. So. Um, I think I think ball. I mean Boston is better than Cleveland was last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the conference, LeBron's not there, but Philadelphia should probably be just as good. Indiana's decent. Um, I, think, I think Boston is maybe the second or third best team in all the NBA. That's, I mean, yeah. 
Again, and I and I and I've said if they make the finals against Golden State, I think that could be a six six game series. Yep. No, I I can I can definitely see that. Um, yep. No no doubt about it. But I I think they could take it six games tops. But um, other than that, uh, I just don't see it. Uh, and anything else uh, that we haven't gotten to yet that you want to get to? Tony Sperano died. Oh Let's yes, open. yes, yes. Yep. Um, I meant to start off with that and uh, then got sidetracked. I was going to get into the NFL stuff here with the training camp opening. It just it, what a gut wrenching and a, a, a blow to the gut, no less. Uh, Tony Sperano, Minnesota Vikings offensive line coach. Former Miami Dolphins head coach and interim head coach of the Oakland Raiders died unexpectedly at the age of 56 on Sunday. Uh, had a heart disease. He died of a heart disease, and he went to the hospital to the doctors on Thursday, and they let him go on Friday. So uh, I agree. Nope, uh, probably a lawsuit happening there. Um, they obviously didn't do their job or weren't looking for the right thing, but um, this, this is a tough lawsuit. Uh, Krins for for an offensive line that certainly played much better last year than the previous year, and uh, Sperano has a lot to do with that. Has there ever been a year since we've been watching the Vikings that they've come into the year with pretty big expectations and that they've lived up to those? Oh, 0-9. Yep, oh, 9 That was the first year that I was going to say. But then again, they should have won the whole thing because they were the best team Yep. in the league. Uh, 98 was a surprise. 2000, I would say, would be a surprise with Paul Pepper starting for the first time. Um, and then there's just a bunch of crap after that until oh, 9 And then, I mean, last year was a complete shock. So there are big expectations this year to, at the very least, get back to where they were last year for the NFC yeah. title game. And I just see that not happening. No, and I don't either. I, I'll i be perfectly... Uh, they, should, be... they should. They should. They, there's no reason why they should. No, I... They have the best defense, uh, whether it's not in football, or they have the best defense in that conference. Uh... Quarterback is good. There's no what team in the NFC has a better roster than the Vikings. Eagles and the Rams. I don't think. I don't think there's one in football that has one. Maybe, I, not the Rams. I will say the Eagles. I, I, no, could, I, I, I will say that the Eagles and the Vikings arguably have the most complete teams out of any team in the NFL. Um. The one thing that I'm hesitant with the Vikings on is if Kirk Cousins and that offense don't gel completely. They have a new offensive coordinator this year in John DiFilippo. Um, so so that's something to look at. I think the Rams and the Eagles are by far better. Well, not by far better, but I think they are better than the Vikings. I think they will do better than the Vikings this year. I do think, though, that next year is the Vikings' year. And it's going to be the Vikings and the Packers. They will be the two best teams in the NFC. And why I say that is because both the Rams and the Eagles are going to have some major issues with the salary cap, keeping players in. So I think they've, they're they both on an all-in, especially the Rams. The Rams are all-in right now. 
Uh, they're having some issues signing Aaron Donald. That's a that's a shame. Who knows what's going to happen with them after the season? Uh, but to me, it's the Rams and the Eagles this year, and I think the Vikings are certainly in that mix. Uh, Green Bay has to be considered too. You know, could throw New Orleans, Atlanta in there as well. Um, but I would say that my expectations for the Vikings this year, if they make it to the NFC Championship game, great. I am not expecting that. I expect them to make the playoffs, but they have a very difficult schedule. And I will be honest here. I, I when I first saw the news, I was like, oh no, like that, that, that's I'm, I was saddened by it. It's like no, why why do we have to lose a coach? And he was a good guy, and you know, you feel for his family. You know, thoughts and prayers with them, and you know all the all his former players, teammates, friends, all that jazz. But then, the, I, and I'm kind of ashamed to say it but then I thought like oh crap the season hasn't even begun and we're already dealing with the first uh, hurdle to go through and you just wonder how significant of a loss this is and if it's something that's just a sign of things to come an omen of sorts and I I honestly I think it could I think this could be an omen and I would hope that the offensive line plays great hopefully they have someone on staff who can um, you know keep you know, pushing the guys and doing it. And maybe, you know, the offensive line, I certainly hope, would play for Sperano um, or play a little more inspired throughout the season. Not that they wouldn't anyway, but uh, certainly do it for Tony. But I, I, I'm, that was one of the thoughts that went through my head. It's like, you know what? I think this is just kind of a sign of things to come this year. Things that never happen to anybody else happen like Yep. Quarterback almost loses his leg. Corey Stringer dies. Offensive line coach dies. Coach goddamn near loses his eye. Mm-hmm. Stadium stadium goddamn collapses. Yep. Uh, uh, star all pro running back beats his child or his children with uh, sticks. Plane damn near crashes. Just ridiculous shit. Just the stupidest shit. You've ever heard of it? All happens to one team. Yep, and bounty, bounty gate, uh, a missed field goal, you know, by Gary Anderson. It really is remarkable. It really is. Like I said, I hope they prove me wrong. I'm going to put the all of my eggs into the basket with them for next year and the year after. I'm not putting it this year, but I again, Tony Sperano. Dead at the age of 56. It's it's a tragedy. It sucks. Uh, the memorial service is Friday. They will they, they've canceled practice for Friday. So um, good job there by the team to do that. Uh, Saquon Barkley signed his contract. Baker Mayfield has signed his contract. So uh, rookies are getting in there. Sounds like Julio Jones is holding out from the Falcons because they won't give him a new deal. Aaron Donald isn't showing up. He doesn't have a new deal. Le'Veon Bell. And the Steelers couldn't come to a franchise tag. Le'Veon Bell's not going to be with the Steelers next year. The Steelers are going to be bad here in a matter of within a year or two. Because uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to retire. There's going to be a transition. They're, they're going to be mediocre for a couple of years while Mason Rudolph uh, gets the reins and, and really starts to, to take over. My hot take, Eagles don't make the playoffs. Rams don't make the playoffs. Cleveland makes the playoffs. Ah, damn. Uh, you know what? I'm calling the shot right now. Cleveland beats Pittsburgh week one. Cleveland makes the playoffs week 17. That's what I'm saying. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. There we go. What a what a bold prediction there. We'll have all the NFL uh, predictions coming oh, up no. there in September. But uh, if I'm if I'm the Miami Dolphins, uh, I try to get as many players on the team, uh, especially all the black players. I'm getting together with them, however many there are, 20, 30, 40, I don't know. Uh, I'm saying men, we're all taking a knee. We're all taking a knee week one, every goddamn single one of us. Well, I th- I think... No chance in hell, no chance in hell they're suspending 30 players. No, I, I agree. Hell, take suspensions, stick them up your ass. Yep. Uh, do something to suspend us. Suspend I, half the team and forfeit. Yeah, I think that there's... That the Dolphins, unfortunately, you know, they, they had to disclose it in their personnel conduct book because it was something on there. But now they, the NFL has since tabled the anthem rule. They're working with the NFLPA. And uh, there's just no great ending in sight for this issue. It's unfortunate. but um, there's, one good, there's one way they could end it right now. Very simple. Don't go out for the national anthem. Don't have the national anthem. What, what place does the national anthem have at a, at a sporting event? Baseball game, football game, basketball game. Hockey. As I've said before, hockey, whatever. It's never, it's not played at anything else. Why the shit would it be played at a goddamn sporting event? Why would you choose to play a song, the national anthem, for a basketball game? And when did it start? When did, they, when when did, did this start? start? Whose idea was it? What sense does it make to have a national anthem before a fucking baseball game? Like if, if you if we're just so used to it now, yep. That like if it doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. Right. No, I I agree. Um, I guess I'd like to know we when it started, it. and we don't play it any time else. It'd be something if we played it in front of every concert. At and some presidential type stuff or stuff involving the president. Yeah. So that'd be the, but keep, you're, cheating on, keep, keep cheating on your wife with Playboy money. Including with Russia. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, anything else uh, before we say so long? You got anything else up your sleeve? Uh, He could have. He slept for most of the the rest of the the rest of the round. I will tell you this: this is the Brainerd, the Craigens course is very nice. Uh, we went golfing last Tuesday, and it it was like it was trying. It was like trying to land a golf ball. The greens, the greens were very firm. It was like trying to land a golf ball on tile. You just couldn't get it and to you've stick. Been there before. You've I've been, been there before. before. Yep, I hadn't golfed there in about five years. I think five or six years. Um, I shot a 97. It was not great. Uh, I certainly could have hit some better shots. 
but it's still a beautiful course. Um, I would love to go back, do it again, do that, and the and the Dutch course. I, I golfed the Bobby's Legacy course. I would love to golf the Dutch one and Bobby's again. Uh, then we did the par three course on Thursday, and I am by far worse on a par three course than par I am in a regular golf course. I've never played a par three. I don't particularly like par threes. So these par threes, I would say half of the holes were under a hundred yards. Yeah, I don't like that. That's not my short. That's not my game. That's no, that's I I have to take a damn pitching wedge off of the tee, and I can't yeah, do that. That's, that's not my uh, that's not my forte. Nope, nope. not my match. But it was fun, and uh, hopefully we can do that sometime here soon. Yes. But anything else? Uh, I bitched about the weather a couple weeks ago. You did. It's been very nice since. Uh, Yes, since then it's been reasonable. It was 85, 87 today. I can deal with that. Humidity not uh, not much an issue. Supposed to be upper 70s Thursday and Friday in the weekend. That should be great. So uh, we, we appreciate the weather. Until we got hot as shit again, like August, September, like 90, 95 again. But they good. Just be, just be normal. Just be 80, 87. Just be a normal goddamn. Have, have you been yeah. golfing at all? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm going to Sturgis uh, tomorrow for some baseball, and there may be a time to have some golf out there. Yep. I'll bring my clubs for that. There was a guy who died in Spearfish earlier this year from Illinois. He got bit by a rattlesnake at a golf course, so that's not great. Nope. So, uh, so we'll, we'll see. Have the rattlesnake repellent ready. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great. Have a hole, have a gun. And uh, Boots himself, Boots himself will be in the state next weekend. So. Holy cow. That... Holy Christ. <laughs> Very good. Well, friend, it's always uh, great doing this with you, and uh, we'll chat next week again. How's that sound? All right, we'll see you next week. All right, enjoy enjoy Sturgis, enjoy the baseball. I mean, it's the week before the rally, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, at least you're there before the rally. Thank God. Yes. That's right. All right. Thank you, friends. All right. We'll see you. Travis Prince joining us here, Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate his time and perspective as always. Uh, great stuff there. Um, so yeah, that that about does it for this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. You can find this podcast available on iTunes along with all of our other podcasts. Just search the Sports Block. Uh, on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at NDStacken. Also Facebook Nathan Stacken. We'll have a link posted to this podcast middle to later part of the week. A couple more shorter podcasts for you before we really ratchet it up here with college football talk. We'll have Charlie Hildebrand uh, coming back to preview the college football season. NFL previews will be coming. Uh, you have the training camps, everything like that. Baseball still happening. Uh, football starting though here, folks. Training camps are there. It's good stuff. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Uh, please tune in again next week and for weeks going forward as well. So for Travis Krins, I'm Nathan Stacken saying thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. And uh, tune in again next week for another good edition. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Sports Block Podcast.